Spotlight Connecticut with Morgan Cunningham. Embracing what's fun with Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. So I really do have to talk a little bit about how his big rock and doo-wop show went at Mohegan Sun Arena last Sunday. It was a ton of fun. Like I said, if you weren't there, if you missed it, I feel bad for you because it was a lot of fun. I got there right around 3, so the show was starting at 3. And I happened to, uh, probably my first ever concert where I actually used the all-digital ticket on my cell phone app. Uh, Obviously, in the past, I would either print the ticket or I would go to the box office and pick up a ticket. But in this case, I happened to have the virtual ticket, so I used the app. So it was a first for me, Uh, and it worked without any issue. So I was worried about that because I wanted to see the show, right? What if my phone didn't work or the data or the app or whatever, there was a crash. Um, There was not. It was easy peasy. Got in there right after uh, 3 o'clock. The show started about 3.15 or so. So I had gotten there with ample time. And the seats that I had that I selected, 13 rows back from center stage. I, I go bigger, I go home, right? It was a beautiful, colorful, exciting experience. I opened with The More I See You by Chris Montez, who was going to be there. He was playing the show. And of everybody that was there, Lala Brooks, original lead singer of The Crystals, Jay Siegel and The Tokens, Chubby Checker. I was excited to see all those guys. Don't get me wrong, but I was really excited to see Chris Montez. Let's Dance, The More I See You, Call Me. He also played La Bamba, the Richie Valens song. And he sounded better than Richie Valens. Of course, I didn't see Richie Valens when he was performing and around back in the day. I'm only 26 years old, but I hear the recordings, and I do believe that Chris Montez nails, absolutely nails, Richie Valens. He really does. Um, But here's the Chris Montez story that I've got. Usually after the Bowser shows, I say usually, but not always, they do meet and greets. They were hoping to do one this time around, but it didn't happen. It is what it is. Um, But during intermission, I was walking around, And there was Chris Montez standing there just hanging out with the people. And he was so personable, so kind. I wasn't afraid in the slightest to go up to him. I was from behind. I actually walked past him and I did a double take. I'm like, is that really Chris Montez? So I turn around. There he is. I verified that it was, in fact, him standing in front of me. I said, Chris Montez. He turns around with a big smile on his face. He sees me. I'm a young guy, right? And there were young people there. There were middle-aged people there. There were old people there. Just because they're playing 50s and 60s rock and roll doesn't mean that it's just an elderly-only crowd. And so he turns around, and he says, Hey, man, what's up? And he shook my hand, and he met me. And I said, Chris, I've been listening to your song since I was a kid. I know I'm younger, but my parents got me involved and interested in this kind of music. And there he was selling some CDs, so I bought two CDs of his. He signed them, autographed them to me, and then we got a picture together. And at the end of it all, he says, Morgan, it was great meeting you. You know, you remember my name. You know, how many people do people, you know, like Chris Montez, these big performers, they meet all of these folks, they mention names. It's not easy to keep track of that kind of thing, but he was still so human, so kind and peaceful and um, just... Just happy to meet with his fans and did it during intermission when, you know, 
they don't have to be out there meeting their fans, and yet he was out there. So I've been listening to him for many a year, finally got to meet him, and he was as cool as cool could be. But the show itself was super thrilling. Lala Brooks, original lead singer of The Crystals, she covered, of course, she did her own songs, and then he kissed me to Do Run Run, which were recorded with Phil Spector and The Crystals. But she covered Proud Mary, the Ike and Tina Turner song, with so much energy. People were dancing. People were singing along. She was up there jumping around on stage. It was impressive. I've never seen so much energy from somebody who's been performing as long as Lala Brooks has. Lala has been performing now since the early 1960s when she was 13 years old. You would think that by now she'd be tired of all of that. And that is so far from the truth. She is packed full of energy. Then Jay Siegel and the Tokens, he goes out and he sings The Lion Sleeps Tonight, which has been introduced, of course, to a much younger generation because of The Lion King. He was absolutely a blast uh, to see because he can hit all of those high notes. So many songs in those days, they were sung by these young guys, teenage, right? And they could get their voices up high, as is the case with The Lion Sleeps Tonight, if you're familiar with the song, and most of us are. He could sing it just the same as he did when that was recorded in 1961. I'm sitting there in the audience with chills going up my arms and my spine listening to him sing that song as perfectly 61, maybe 62 years later. Chubby Checker was the headliner. There was so much energy on that stage. In fact, he never once broke. He, it was just a continuous medley, maybe a second or two in between each song. But for 30 straight minutes, he was up there. High energy. When I say high energy, I mean, I don't know how he did it. Even I would have to stop and say, all right, look, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's take a moment here. He never stopped, never lost pacing, never lost his allure with the audience. In fact, he even brought people up from the audience to twist with him on stage. He had us all down on the floor twisting and dancing along to his music. And then he would randomly select several people, just a handful, but he selected people that he saw out in the audience and said, get up, get up here, let them up on stage. So they came up on stage. The music is vamping. He says, look, everybody, on the count of three, I'm going to have everyone twist, and you're going to twist just like so-and-so, whatever her name was, Jessica. I don't know what it was. I don't remember. But Jessica, she turned the audience, and she, she did the twist. It was a ton of fun, and he was great. Uh, closed with Let's Twist Again like we did last summer. Then Bowser came out and did his Good Night song. So it was really a treat. And if you weren't there, well, you weren't there and you missed it. But Bowser does promise to be back again next year, and hopefully we'll get him back on Spotlight Connecticut. This week on Spotlight Connecticut, we're talking about pets. Totally different from rock and roll, right? We're going to be talking with Kathleen Rojas of Happy Leash. She quit her job as a corporate HR person down in New York City, and she worked in New Jersey, and she worked in Lower Connecticut, and she said, you know what? I am done with that. That's not who I am anymore. I want to start my own business. So the entrepreneur that she is, she started Happy Leash 
She's now pet-sitting. We're going to hear about her journey next. This is WTIC in Hartford. Hello, this is Ellie from Hartford, and I'm listening to Spotlight Connecticut with Morgan Cunningham. Kathleen Rojas, she's our guest today on Spotlight Connecticut. So excited to be talking with Kathleen. Hello there. Welcome to the program. Hi, Morgan. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited uh, to hear from you and how you and your audience would be interested in learning more about me and my business and overall journey. Yes, happy leash out of Norwalk and that part of Connecticut. I've got to tell you, I was so surprised to hear your story. We met at the Greenwich Young Professionals Club um, right before the holiday season kind of got underway. You started to tell me a little bit about how you started your own business and your own journey, and it actually takes us to when you were working a big corporate HR job, weren't you? Yes, it's definitely been a journey, <laughs> for sure. Um, so I'm happy we, uh, I'm the owner of that business now for here in Connecticut three years. This is a pet care business where I provide several different services such as walking, boarding, sitting, um, feeding for dogs, cats, and other pets in the household such as fish, uh, hamsters, reptiles, just to name a few. So I, I never imagined in a million years I would be doing this business full-time. It's certainly been something I, I don't regret. It's been a, a great decision for sure. I'm truly blessed to have made that decision um, and, you know, the, the type of people who I work with as well. And it, it's just been incredible. It's really a far cry from doing HR. What about that life just didn't talk to you because you're working for a company. There's a sense of stability there, right? And you're going off into the self-employment world, which when you're a kid, you're really not told about the benefits and the positives and the pros and cons about working for yourself, but something just within you made you go down that path. I would say it was something was missing. Um, I, I certainly missed the excitement of starting your career. Um, of course, corporate is very secure, uh, and I, I definitely needed to make a list of my pros and cons before I ripped that Band-Aid off. But certainly, I, I definitely enjoyed my journey. Um, I made a lot of decisions to where I've been uh, and, and created, you know, a path for others. But I, I would say starting off, I mean, getting to corporate was an achievement overall. But um, I, I would say from the moment I started my early, you know, my career, my jobs that I've started from sales management, overall operations, marketing, training, you know, just a lot of positive influences definitely set me up for success for the company or business that I have now. Um, and of course, ultimately, it led me to human resources, which is really important, just knowing the ins and outs of um, how to deal with people, communication, your relationship building. Um, I've worked in a lot of different sectors. Um, you know, you could say fashion, finance, um, the world of sustainability, healthcare, just to name a few. And I just felt like I was being pulled in many directions, essentially feeling that burnout, especially during the pandemic. Um, so I, I noticed, you know, I had limited time for myself, family, and the ability to pursue other joys in my life. So there was an incident that made me reflect on that and made me realize, you know, life is short. I started this as just a hobby, you know, on the side, walking dogs before the pandemic when this is actually started, I would say like a year before then, um, 
I visited for fun. And, you know, once the pandemic actually did start, um, I did have just two clients um, and the word spread out, you know, thankfully, pretty much from there, that's where I started picking up new clients. But I obviously had a career, I had a full time job, but then there was a point where I was just getting an influx of so many requests. I really have worked very hard to build up my clientele. I haven't thankfully spent a penny on marketing. Um, it's all been word of mouth and just the effort that I've done to promote myself. If I see someone walking by with a dog, I introduce myself. I'm not shy. You know, I. It is true. You're not shy at all because when we were at the Greenwich Young Professionals Club, you were very proud of Happy Leash your own business in Norwalk. You were excited to tell everybody about it. I think it's actually really cool. You know, when you go to these networking events, you have a lot of... They probably don't expect that either. Exactly. Um, Finance, you know, other individuals building their their businesses out to the public, you know, spreading the word. And so when you hear, you know, dog walking or pet services... They, they kind of like look at me shocked. They're like, what do you mean? This is a real thing? I'm like, yes, it's, it's not a gig. It's, it's a real business. Here's it's a real thing, fun. yes. Yes, for sure. Let me jump yeah. in here real quick, Kathleen, speaking with Kathleen Rojas of Happy Leash, based out of Norwalk, servicing some towns in that area, that part of Connecticut. You're starting out. You mentioned that you had two clients initially um, when you were kind of really going down the Happy Leash path. Then you started to branch out. So where would you go? Like dog parks, and then you would see somebody walking with a dog. And like you said, and I can attest to this, you're not shy at all. So could you just kind of tell us a little bit about how your entrepreneurialism really got you started with Happy Leash? At first, I did start off on, you know, one of those dog apps left my, you know, services there just to see, you know, who would actually give me a ring um, with the experience that I had. Um, And then from there, just getting to know different apartment buildings and whatnot, I I did notice an influx of more pets coming in just because of the pandemic as well. A lot of people got furry friends for companionship. (laughs) So when I started to think about it a lot more as like, could this be a business? Let me test it out. Um, my fiance being a graphic designer himself uh, helped me create my business cards and my logo. And I do want uh, to pause real quick because I, just hold it right there, Kathleen, because I had a fascinating conversation with your fiance about designing your business cards. Uh, the symmetry, the design work, he really put a lot of effort into these cards. I should really post a picture of it or something on our website for people to see because this is not your average go online, fill out a template and a form and get a business card. This is a real deal professional business card. Yes, it was It was so much fun. And we stayed up to like 2 o'clock in the morning because I just had that itch, like, Let's talk about it now. Let's do it now. Now or never. <laughs> we have the time. I'm off from work. Wanted something, you know, catchy but positive. Obviously, you know, when you see it and read it, you associate it with pets. There's a logo of a dog that you probably have never seen before. It's a mixture of, like, three different dogs. <laughs> he is a very artistic dog. We'll put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> 
but I wanted to be, you know, welcoming and, and just, you know, happy to look at. And, and every time I hand out that business card, I, I can see that in everyone's faces. Owners so, must yeah, have I mean, a lot of faith in you, right? Because if they're at work, that means you've got a key to their house. How does that work? Yeah, yeah. So that's another thing I was going to mention. A loyalty, trustworthy person walking into your home, you know, you're welcoming a, a total stranger. Um, so before I accept any new clients, I first have a conversation with them on the phone or just if I meet them in person and off the bat want to meet me officially, we schedule a meet and greet, which is fully complimentary. Um, and at that point, we just discuss everything from expectations, the do's and don'ts, the medical history, information that I need to know in regards to injuries, uh, allergies, are they reactive to other dogs or people in general or noises. Sometimes I don't get to see the owners very much. Um, there's some that I see every day because they work from home remotely and they just don't have the capability just because of their um, their scheduling, or there's some that I never ever see again, <laughs> maybe once a year, and that's it. Um, I see the animals more than them, um, but there's so much trust that goes into this. Um, you know, I, I walk in, I have access to their home. I really make sure from the first meeting that we have that they absolutely can trust me. Um, I provide other references if they need it as well, but I, I do recommend anyone that is looking for services like that in their own town and city to really do their research and and make sure you're asking the right questions because I've heard many not so great stories and and you know it, it is a safety measure as well you know it's it's not just an animal it's it's something that you have a lot of liability on as well Kathleen Rojas of Happy Leash she's our guest on Spotlight Connecticut Kathleen tell everybody how they can find out a little bit more about Happy Leash you can reach out to me on Instagram I have an active page uh, it is happy period leash and on my page you can find my phone number and email address so if you do have any questions concerns or you know, potentially would like to work with me um, you can send me an email and we'll connect very soon. I'm Morgan Cunningham on Spotlight Connecticut. Spotlight Connecticut with Morgan Cunningham. You want to come on the program, it is easy to do. You just reach out to me by email. Tell me what you're up to. And if I like your story, whatever it may be, whatever it has to do with Connecticut, I will put you on Spotlight Connecticut. We'll interview you, talk about it. Email me, morgan.cunningham at odyssey.com. That's M-O-R-G-A-N dot C-U-N-N-I-N-G-H-A-M at odyssey.com, A-U-D-A-C-Y. This is WTIC in Hartford. What's going on, everyone? This is Joe from Hebron, and you're listening to Spotlight Connecticut with Morgan Cunningham. On Spotlight Connecticut today, I'm Morgan Cunningham. Our guest is Kathleen Rojas, owner of Happy Leash down in Norwalk, which is basically an all-encompassing pet service type business. She does pet walking, feeding, sitting, and all of that. About how many clients do you have per day? I think you told me you have like 75 clients total, something really huge like that, but you can't possibly fit them all in in one day, right? Yes, no, I, I can't split my myself like that. <laughs> That'd be incredible um, if you could. Yes, but um, 
I mean, on my schedule on a daily basis, um, depending on if it's a holiday or just a regular week, um, I could have 15, up to 15 different walks or visits. Um, There's a combination of um, dogs that are scheduled on a weekly basis for daycare. So I go pick them up. They're with me all day. But I also take them to other walks to meet up with other friends um, that I have on the schedule because I tend to have all my dogs meet each other so they can familiarize themselves and socialize. Um, And I do have a lot of different ages as well, from puppies to senior dogs. Um, So it's a nice mix. Um, So we go hiking, we do play dates, we go to the park. Um, If it's a quiet day, we hang out at the house. Um, But there's always something active to do. Um, you know, they're not just sitting around watching TV, <laughs> um, but we have so much fun. It's, you know, to me, it's even puppy therapy as well. They keep me happy. Is the bulk of your business dogs? You did mention other pets, even fish, I think. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Those obviously don't come to my house. They're in their own comfort of their own home, so I go visit, but I've had fishes to feed um i had a client that had shrimp that i had to feed and i thought they were just joking yeah are you serious shrimp (laughs) i didn't know what to expect i was like you know i was expecting like a cocktail sized shrimp you know floating around in a tank but no they were like microscopic shrimp swimming with the golden fishes there um so that was fun it it was always a, a fun little story to tell um, but yeah, I've never seen microscopic shrimp before, but yeah. All right, that is a first um, for me. I was not <laughs> expecting that at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have friends that have jellyfish, and so that could be a possibility whenever they go on vacation. Um, I haven't met How do you yet. care for a jellyfish? <laughs> what do you feed them? What do you do with them? There's a special process they told me. I, I'm not too sure, but with what they told me is, um, you know, they, they do have to change the tank quite frequently to make sure there's uh, salt water and whatnot and the pH levels and um, they, they eat plankton and some other, you know, type of foods as well. But, um, yeah, that, that's a possibility whenever they go on vacation, so I'm looking forward to that. That is quite different. Wow. But I have experiences, you know, feeding snakes as well and hamsters. Um, so I don't shy away from many animals. Where do you see this in the next five years? Because it's grown to what seems to be a really good level for you to maintain. But if you were to grow further, you'd probably have to have a staff and you'd have so much more to worry about. Exactly, yes. So I left my corporate job back in April of last year. Um, So I've been doing this by myself full time because back then, obviously, it was just limited hours either before or after my nine to five job or the weekends. Um, But now that I have a full schedule from let's say 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. at some time, um, I am at a point that I do need to pivot and start thinking about building a team, um, which is, you know, another set of responsibilities and liability I have to think about as well. Um, with my background, just knowing how to hire, train uh, a staff, 
uh, which is very helpful. I I will know who I need to bring in. Um, it's just another set of things I as to work through because um, I will need to do that um, to expand my business. That is one of my goals this year. Um, you know, just juggling that. And are you talking like office right managers, assistants, another? person to go out and care for the pets or do you want to focus on caring for the pets and have someone run the administrative side? I would say um, more of expanding into other areas of Fairfield County um, or even a little bit northern up. Um, you mean make it down to Stamford with all that traffic? Yeah, potentially, yeah. Does not me physically, you know, finding someone that lives in Stamford and that can do that same job. Um, if I'm able to clone myself, that would be phenomenal. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I definitely have to identify those people. Again, like I mentioned earlier, you know, um, it's a complete stranger walking into these homes. And, and it's my reputation um, and my brand um, that's out there. So I just want to make sure that everyone that works under me and, and believes in Happy Leash um, really has the same work ethic and loyalty and trustworthiness um, that I would expect. With your current workload, um, without further expansion, this really allows you to not only know the people, but really get to know the pets. And I'm wondering, do you have any favorite stories with the bonds that you have with all of your pets? Oh, yeah. I mean, I could be here all night telling you stories. Um, Yeah, I mean, I've had until now like dogs that I've seen grown up uh, from you know four months to a few years so we've had a a ton of experiences Um, I've had opportunities to be ambassadors for um, different food companies as well for for pets Um, so just introducing that to pet owners and whatnot and just seeing how the pets react to new food um, or just like taking them to the park, having them do different activities. Um, but overall, just like one particular thing to point out. Um, I don't know. There's so many stories. I, I can't just pick one of my favorites. I love them all. <laughs> you can't do that to me. <laughs> it's like telling a mom who's your favorite kid. <laughs> oh, well, that's nice, though, that you love them all. <laughs> but I've also had... You know, heartbreaks as well. Um, you know, there's ups and downs when it comes to this business. Um, you know, I've, I've had losses, of course, of, of either pets that have been um, sick for a long time or, or puppies that were weak, um, but they have lived, you know, a very happy full life and either have passed away because of old age. It is very sad to go through, you know. How do you cope with that? If, um, it, if it happens, you know, it's the circle of life. How do you right. cope? It, it's hard. I mean, I there are occasions where I haven't seen that pet in a while just because, let's say, it's the summertime and my client was a teacher, so they have the break over the summer, and then I would assume I would start back up in the fall and, you know, I got the news that a puppy passed away and, you know, just not being able to reach out, you know, and give them a hug. You know, it's a phone call. It, it's it's very sad because um, I've had, obviously, a relationship with the pet and, and, and it's out of the blue. But let's say if it's a family um, 
that has had a pet for many years and has been dealing with, you know, particular disease or sickness. And I'm, I'm there constantly because I see them on a weekly basis. You know, that's, that's even harder because I'm, I'm physically there and I'm experiencing it with them. Um, so like I mentioned earlier, I, I become part of the family with those particular families that see me that often. Um, and that's a special thing that I get out of this as well. Um, it, it's really rewarding to have a place in their home and their family um, just because of the relationship that we have. And also just being that person that they have a shoulder to cry on. Um, I've, at, at, point, at some point, I've become, you know, a therapist for them as well. There's moments where they need to vent and let it out during difficult times. And, you know, I've, I've been that person for them. So um, I, I really appreciate them overall and just having that opportunity. Kathleen I, I, Rojas, our guest on Spotlight Connecticut. I'm curious, Kathleen, where did the name Happy Leash come about? We were trying out different names and slogans as well. Um, I At first, I was thinking of like Golden Leash and, and some other names, um, but Happy Leash was the one that really stuck out. Obviously, I needed something that really made it seem like it was pet driven you know a business that focused on pets so i picked leash but i also wanted it to be exciting and welcoming um so then we picked happy and it just sounded great you know we, we tested it out with family members oh what do you think how does it sound what does it make it make you feel and everyone was really positive about it so we stuck with Happy Leash. All of these services vary to some degree. I'm curious what your pay structure looks like, right? Are you paying per visit? Is there a retainer fee per month? And you don't have to throw out numbers. I'm just curious how this works. Yeah, yeah. Um, it depends on the service that they're looking for. So um, depending on the length of the walk or the visit or how many times I have to be there, um, if, if they're actually staying with me for daycare or if I'm going to your own home. Um, so there's a lot of different variables that I have to break down. Um, but I do have like a standard rate depending if it's like a dog walk or whatnot or, or boarding services. Um, but yeah, I, I have standard rates that are competitive to what is out there at the moment. Um, I do keep a close circle of other dog walkers that I know that provide the same services and have somewhat of the same uh, work ethic as me. So I, at least, you know, we're not that competitive in that term. Um, we help each other if, you know, if I can't do a particular service or if I don't have the availability because I'm at capacity, I can recommend those individuals to other dog walkers in the area that I know that I would highly recommend. So, Oh, well, there's a network of this going on then. There's a network. <laughs> I mean, I think it's important, um, and no matter what industry you're in, um, it, it's good to know who is who, who else is out there doing what you're doing um, and create a network. Um, you definitely need to build your tribe. I've connected with a lot of other individuals who are completely in different um, careers, let's say real estate agents. 
I have worked with them closely just because there are new homeowners in the area who will be bringing in pets into their homes and they don't have a trustworthy dog walker. Um, so just having that connection with these real estate agents, I can have that opportunity to introduce myself and um, provide my services with them. So I've really found different ways to promote my business without, you know, spending a ton of money in marketing. Um, I think that's the most organic way to do it. Um, it's to really understand your community and, and meet different people. Speaking with Kathleen Rojas of Happy Leash, based out of Norwalk, servicing towns down that way. But this is really fascinating for anybody anywhere, right? Uh, and I do want to stress that just because you're not in Lower Fairfield, this same topic that we're talking about today, which is getting a good sitter for your pet, this could be applied anywhere. These are qualities that you should be looking out for, whether you're in New London or Hartford or Stamford, wherever it may be. Um, so hopefully this at least is helping people in learning how to vet somebody who is going to pay attention to your pet while you're away. But my final question, Kathleen, self-employment. Do you recommend it to other people? Are you proud that you did it? Are you thrilled that you made that change in your life? What would you tell somebody who's considering going down that kind of path? Absolutely. Uh, I think it's an opportunity that no one should shy away if you have a skill, um, why not explore it? You can always have a, a plan B if it doesn't work out. But to me, um, in a lot of different areas in life and topics, I've, I've always been a person who would never give myself the opportunity of like not of saying no to an opportunity and then looking back and like, oh, why, why did I say no to that? I, I would hate to be in that circumstance. I'd rather explore the opportunity, give it all, and, and see where it goes. Um, you just never know. And I do not regret this decision. It's led me to so many different opportunities and um, meeting new people. I've created new friends out of this. Um, it made me a much stronger person. It developed my business skills that I've had. This time on the bus, I'm Steering the boat, I have full control. There are services where, you know, you can learn so much from in regards to, you know, marketing yourself, promoting yourself, how to really become better with numbers and, and really market um, yourself and projecting ideal metrics to hit the numbers that you need because that's very important. You really need to know what will make it or break it. Um, so with my experience, just overall, the opportunities that I've had and then the skills that I've uh, collected uh, throughout the years, uh, it has helped me uh, make those decisions and, and just build the business that I have today. Kathleen Rojas, our guest on Spotlight Connecticut, how can people find out a little bit more about you or about Happy Leash? Yes, um, you can find me on social, which is happy period leash. Um, my contact information is there, phone number and email address. Um, and of course, a lot of cute pictures of pets. Um, I tend to take pictures when I am out and about with these pets so I can share it with uh, my the owners and, you know, whoever is following me on social. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Again, it's happy leash, 
happy period leash on Instagram. Kathleen Rojas, make sure you check her out on socials. Owner of Happy Leash and happy to have her on Spotlight Connecticut today. Spotlight Connecticut with Morgan Cunningham. Embracing what's fun with Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080.